0: A word of the year, a guiding word to take you through an entire year. What does that mean? What is a word of the year and what makes a great word of the year? How do you find it? How do you find the one that is meant for you and going to guide you through an incredible year in beautiful ways? And how do you work with it? Once you have it, how do you remember it? How do you work with it? Let's get into all of this right now. Welcome to the Create Beautifully podcast. This is a space for those who believe in the possibility of change, healing, and leading an abundant life. We explore these transformations by nurturing connections with the divine, accepting our bodies, listening to our souls, embracing our unique gifts, talents, and passions, and then serving the world around you as only you can join us, whether you're an open-minded and open-hearted soul, or someone curious about cultivating more openness, on the journey to live life with more presence, peace, purpose, and personal power. Who doesn't love some alliteration? I'm your host, Liza Hippler, here to always remind you and call out in you the incredible person you know you're meant to be. I love a good word of the year. I've been working with words of the year for a while. I was kind of off and on on them uh, several years ago. Some of my friends were doing it and I was like, oh yeah, I, don't know. I kind of pick one and immediately forget about it, right? If it's like, oh, it sounds so neat to just tell people what my word of the year is and then promptly forget about it. Now, I just want to preface this also by saying like, a word of the year, should anyone think anything about it, is not religion does not affect any of your beliefs. Um, So this is really available to anyone, anyone who wants to feel guided by a word. And you might feel that maybe God gives you your word, or your word is given to you from Jesus, or maybe... You know, maybe you tap into kind of your own soul and your soul gives you a word, or you know, you pull an oracle card and that guides you to your word. Like, there's all kinds of ways that this can work for however you like to ground yourself and however you like to connect with a higher power. And that's one of the things that I really love about it. And then as you work with your word throughout the year, you're constantly connecting into your higher self, your higher power to really to really uh, to really ask for that help and that guidance to lean into this beautiful word. And uh, let's get into kind of what it like what is a word of the year? So it is a single word, one word. There's no no three word combo. there's no like word and then backups. It's just nice and simple. It's just one single beautiful word Word to guide you through the year. And the idea behind this word is it will remind you of your highest self. It will remind you to choose the high road. It will remind you to relax. It will remind you to, to choose wonder over worry. It will remind you to, you know, look to God, to look to your soul. It will ground you, center you. It will ask you to grow in beautiful ways. And that means we're looking for a word that will carry you through all kinds of seasons because we want a single word to be able to motivate you, to give you courage, to challenge you, to ground you, to remind you to have compassion for yourself, and for others, to help guide decision-making, and to support you through any hard and any unexpected seasons that this year may have in store for you. That means when I see people who choose words like hustle, I'm immediately like, no, friend. Unfortunately, a word like hustle tells me that someone is very much caught up in society's obsession with doing and achieving and and it's kind of like okay well i've just got to hustle because typically when we pick a word we feel like we feel like we haven't embraced this word as deeply as we've needed to in the past for whatever reason it's something about this word where we're like oh yeah i i could use that because i haven't ever really leaned into that before and it could be a theme that's come up before, and you're like, oh, this kind of comes up. It makes sense. It feels like the right time for me to work on this now. Um, or it's just something you never really leaned into. So typically, when someone's like, hustle, you know, fight, <laughs> um, it's like, okay, so we're, so you probably haven't, you probably haven't had the results you've wanted before. And so you feel like hustling will get you to those results. And that's cool and all. And you can remind yourself when you have, you know, in seasons or days or weeks where you have more energy, like go for it, push it, you know, uh, tap into that energy and go, but hustle doesn't really remind you to have compassion for yourself or for others. It doesn't really help when it comes to decision-making (laughs) I mean, it can like, you know, just pick, pick the hustle, pick the forward, pick the forward. It doesn't help you make decisions about your health. It doesn't help you make decisions about your uh, spiritual connection. It doesn't help you make decisions about your family, your loved ones about spreading love and receiving love. And it doesn't help you make decisions through hard and unexpected seasons, you know? So we're really looking for a word that is really gonna do a myriad of things. And if you're new to words of the year, I promise you there is a word out there for you and it's beautiful and will just cause this kind of blooming in you. Oh, did you guys hear my, my little puppy growl, my scruffy, sitting in my lap? <laughs> so it should really, a great word of the year, should really never be all action. It should never feel like it's forcing you to ignore any part of your life. It should never feel like it's forcing you to ignore your body, such as when your body is telling you when you need to rest, when you need space, when you need quiet, when you need self-compassion. It's got to support you in any season. So similarly, I'm kind of harping on this kind of hustle and make sure it doesn't you know force you too much because... Uh, in the world that I'm in, there are a lot of people who are like, I've got to achieve, I've got to achieve, I've got to achieve. And there's also kind of the opposite where some people can be like, I'm very, I just need to rest and I don't have a lot of energy and I don't feel safe and nothing feels good. And, 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 you know, when we're in that space, we can get kind of stuck on not moving forward, not really kind of delving into what our purpose here is on the planet, not bringing our gifts to, to life. And sometimes we bring our gifts to ourselves or just our family. And sometimes we bring our gifts to thousands of people, you know, but if we're just kind of in this like low energy mode, it's not really going to allow us to open up our gifts. So a word, if that's, if that's kind of your, more of your default, a word is going to challenge you to step out of your comfort zone as well, because it's really all about growth. It's all about, Emotional growth, spiritual growth, personal growth, resilience, fortitude, just opening your heart. And it's really cool when you find the right word. <laughs> um, so let's go into real quick, before we go into kind of how do you find it, let's go into another thing to think about for, for what you want your word to be. So it. It should consistently guide you to your inner compass, which is supporting all four directions of you. So your mind, your body, your heart, and your soul. And it should feel like the ultimate support of who you truly are and who you were made to be. And you are made, you know, to be something beautiful in this world. Our creator did not make us to just... (laughs) In life, (laughs) we're mated we're made mated. We're made for for beautiful things. And in each season of our life, different we're asked to grow in different ways, which is why which is why the word typically changes every year. Oh, my puppy is very he's getting cozy on my lap and he goes, (laughs) if you didn't hear him. And don't feel like you have to do this in time for the new year. Like, you can do this at any time of the year. If you want, you can even do it for a season. Like, what is this season? And by season, when I say season, I don't mean like winter, spring, summer, fall. I mean, whatever you're going through right now. And you may have an end time of whatever you're going through right now, and you may be going through something and you're not sure when it's going to be over, but you just need something to guide you through it. So even though this is called word of the year, we could actually call it word of the season. And now I'm thinking about rebranding it as <laughs> a side note, but it could really be word of the season. Um, so there's lots of, lots of beautiful ways to use it and to call it into t- your life. So how do we find this word? My absolute favorite way, and I'm going to give you practical ways and then kind of some more little out there ways. Um, my favorite way is to do a guided visualization, and I have one available. And I'm also going to tell you how you can do your own. So, if you're interested in doing uh, the Word of the Year workshop, I've got a two-hour workshop that I did live in uh, January 2024, and it's recorded. It's 25 bucks, and it's just lizahippler.com/slash Word of the Year Workshop. You can put dashes between all those to kind of get the info page. Um, so word dash of dash the dash year dash the dash workshop. And that'll kind of give you the info about it. If you know you just want to go ahead and sign up and get that two-hour workshop, just go to lizahipplercom slash word of the year. No dashes. Pay your 25 bucks and get instant access to the two-hour workshop, which is going to include um, the journal meditation, the journal, sorry, guided journal prompts and time to fill out your journal prompts. And we're going to kind of talk about some of those as well. Um, and then you'll also get the guided visualization in there and then journal prompts afterward and time to do the journal prompts because oftentimes we don't give ourselves the time to do journal prompts. <laughs> like we'll take a course or a workshop and it's like, okay, you know, do this journal prompt. And I don't know if you're like me, you're like, yeah, yeah, all right. Maybe I'll do it later. <laughs> That's why I really like kind of going through the workshop because there's time and there's nice music playing in the background and it's just lovely. So we'll get into what the guided visualization is in a minute, and that's my favorite way to do it. So when I'm when I'm coming up with a word of the year, and I don't even really like that phrase because it's kind of like it's kind of like when I start opening opening to the idea of a new word, it's normally around like November. And I'll just kind of start wondering like, oh, I wonder what my word of the year next year is going to be. I wonder what it's going to be. And I usually wait till mid to late December to do my own guided visualization. Uh, But I will start kind of noticing themes, seeing how my word last year was, seeing kind of things that have been frustrating throughout the year that that feel the same at the end of the year that they did at the beginning of the year they didn't really feel like they changed and kind of start thinking like wow what did those things need what was i what patterns was i just repeating all the time so i'll start kind of like noticing those things and then i'll finally do a meditation and typically in the meditation, a word appears, which is the coolest thing ever. Every single time I've let it, everyone has gotten a word. Some people, um, some people get more than one and then they have to kind of like narrow it down later. But everyone walks out with a word. I'm not making any guarantees, <laughs> but everyone gets a word. And most people are surprised by their word. I'm always surprised by my word. This is the first year... I wasn't fully surprised, but I was still surprised when it popped up. It just kind of like, like in a moment just showed up and it was like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. And it all just kind of fell into place. And it was like, I think I know what, what it is. Um, so I'll I'll tell you all what it is in a second here and I'll tell you about last years and everything, but let me go through a couple steps for finding yours out on your own. So one of the things you can do in kind of a practical way is to just write down your goals for this year and think about different categories of your life. So business, finance, relationships, spiritual, community, contribution, like whatever, you know, recreation, adventure, whatever comes to mind, kind of start thinking about the things you'd like to have happen over the next 12 month cycle or the next season, right? If you're doing a word of the season, seasonal word, seasonal word, word of the season, Y'all tell me what you like better. (laughs) Then you want to sit with your goals and kind of ask yourself, like, what would have to shift in order for me to achieve these? In order for me to show up this way that would allow these goals or dreams to happen, like, how would I have to shift? And whatever answer you get, such as, um, you know, like, well, I'd have to be more consistent, right? I mean, that's—I think that's most—that's a lot of people's. I need to be more consistent. So don't stop there. Like, consistency is not a great word of the year. Like, that doesn't remind you to be compassionate. Doesn't remind you to open your heart. Like, <laughs> it doesn't doesn't help you if you're like sick. So consistency is not your word. What you want to do is like, okay, in order for me to be consistent, because clearly, like we said up until this point, you haven't been as consistent as you've wanted. That's why it's popping up as a word. So then ask yourself, like, what has to happen in order for me to be consistent, right? Do I need do I need less on my calendar? Do I need, you know, to do less things? Do I need to be more, um, you know, do I need to be more disciplined or organized? Do I need to actually create more time to calm my mind, right? Like, is it actually about, like, Meditation—that's going to allow me to be consistent, or is it about, you know, freedom or letting go of things in order to be consistent, or is it about um, appreciating what you already have that allows you to kind of be consistent? It could be a ton of things, but it's going to be—it's going to be something deeper. So you may want to go a couple levels down and say, like, okay, so if I'm consistent, what has to happen? Okay, so if I'm this, what has to happen? So keep going until you kind of get to something that might that might open things up for you a little more than just like consistency. <laughs> Cuz that is a word that you can like fail at immediately. <laughs> and then you're like, "Now I'm failing." And it's absolutely true that a word of the year should never make you feel like you are failing this word. Okay? You should always be able to win. Um So something else you can do is to look back on the past year, the past 12-month cycle, the past season, and ask yourself, what did I need more of and what did I need less of? So maybe you needed more rest, or maybe you needed less distractions. Maybe you needed more focus. Maybe it was, like I said, less on your calendar. Um, Maybe you needed more time with your loved ones. Maybe you needed more vacations. Maybe you needed more time to prepare things, you know? Um, It could really go on and on. And so knowing that this year is going to be exactly the same unless you do something about it, do a similar process that I was just talking about with the previous tip. So ask yourself, what would have been a good guiding word for this past year? What would I have needed to do if I needed more of X or less of Y? what's a word that might have supported me what would i needed what would i've needed to do okay if i needed to do that what would have supported that so and then kind of dial you know start to drill down and drill down and find if you've got a word or two in there that feels supportive for the next year or something or something similar you can you can always use dictionary.com thesaurus.com i love using those after you think you found a word look up the dic- you look up the definition Look up definitions and like, you can also look up like the biblical definition, the shamanistic definition, the, you know, dream definition. It's kind of fun. You can do the same thing if you do guided meditation and see images instead of a word. You can search for those types of things as well. Um, And then, so then, then we kind of get into like the more higher realms way of finding your word. So this is like, kind of seeking divine guidance. So you kind of take time to get still and settle down and connect to yourself and connect to a higher power. God, Jesus, the divine, mother earth, Sophia, source, like whatever you like to use, you know, whatever grounds you and makes you feel connected to something bigger than yourself. Do what you need to do to do that. And then ask for some guidance, ask for some guidance, And you can do a few things. So once you're in that space and you've been breathing, you can see if something just comes to you. You can also, you could also get like an Oracle deck and pull a card. You could flip to a random page in the Bible or some other religious or spiritual text that inspires you and really see what resonates. So you're kind of trusting that the higher self is kind of coming through and like, finding this page or picking this card um, and it's pretty cool what comes up I've had some really cool results with this kind of thing and that can typically start you down a train of like oh wow, this is really cool uh, there's lots lots of things you can do to just like open a book or pull a card from um And then okay so this is how to do your own guided, visualization. So again, there's one in my word of the year workshop, LizaHibbler.com slash word of the year workshop. And you can do that meditation. You can also just fast forward straight to the meditation if you want. But if you want to do your own, here's what I like to do. So find some random uh, uh, non-instrumental, find some random like instrumental music on Spotify. Don't have it be songs you know. You don't want to be singing them in the background. Just some random like meditation music is great. <laughs> that just, you know, meditation playlist and put some headphones on and hit shuffle. And you're going to let the music guide what comes up for you. So you're going to take some deep breaths, ground down, just kind of do a body scan take a few more deep breaths, and then kind of listen to the music. And I like to typically start in an environment, so whatever comes up. So in an environment, meaning like picture yourself maybe in the forest or at the beach or in the desert by a lake, uh, up on a mountaintop. Like there's lots of different environments, right? Maybe you're on on a snowy tundra. (laughs) Start with an environment. And let the music lead you. And you can walk around, you can explore things, let your imagination really work and flow. If you're not someone who typically visualizes things this way, that's okay. It doesn't matter how intense your visualization is. I've had some people be like, I just really don't work this way. And they've still gotten a word. So just really just allow anything to come up. It could it might just be flashes of color. You might even occasionally just see like an image, but you're really just letting the music guide you for about 20 minutes. And if any if any person pops up, you can talk to them. If an object pops up, take note of it. Explore things in this environment. You can ask to be shown things. You can ask to be shown your word. You can ask to be guided around, you can ask for someone to come in and ask them questions. Uh, It's a really powerful way, this imaginal realm, imaginal is a word, Uh, Carl Jung, I believe, was one of the, really, really talked a lot about the imaginal realm and the power of it. And it's a really cool place to play. And often this is where people find their words when I lead them on their guided visualization. It's where I typically find my word. And letting music lead you can be a really wild, powerful thing. So, uh, I recommend doing that. So, so once you kind of look at your word, right? Like you've looked at last year, um, you've thought about you know what you want for this year. You can also kind of think about some things in your life, like you know what's happening in your life when things are going really well. What's happening in your life when things when you've got a lot of anxiety and Start to examine those and see if words come out of those. So what do you do when you have a word? Either a word popped up in the visualization or you've got a word from uh, from your journaling. So what do you do? So at this point, especially if you've just finished a guided visualization, you want to start researching a little bit. You want to see if it lands. So dictionary.com, looking up different definitions of it thesaurus.com seeing if there's something similar that starts to resonate and then you want to go back and look at the things that you wrote down in your journal prompts so the things you want to do this year the things from last year that you want to change any other journal prompts you wrote down and you want to think like okay if this was my word how would it guide me through these seasons how you know if if i had this word last year through this how might that have looked if i had my word last year through this or that hard thing or this thing where i needed more motivation or this thing where i every, everything was going great you know how how would that have supported me and does it feel does it feel a little like i feel like when you get the word a lot of times the reaction is kind of like oh i kind of need that I kind of need that. We had some people, um, I had some people in the recent workshop and someone got the word bounty and she said she's never done a word of the year and this is her first experience and so so she had some ideas of what it was going to be and this completely took her by surprise and she just said it is, she's like right now I really feel like it's just asking me to look at all the places where I am bountiful and just really be grateful for them and I think too the thing I threw in also is that like we're allowed to accept bounty and be open to bounty and have bounty show up for us so it's really interesting when you start to play with it so my word came to me in December my word this past year for 2023 was stillness and I could have easily done like risk or hustle, you know, those risk. I kept thinking risk and I was like, I don't know. That's kind of goes against all the things that I said. And then it was stillness. And I was like, I just, for those of you that know the Enneagram or like like I'm an Enneagram seven, I am always doing things. I have a billion ideas. Everything's going, going, going. And I was like, oh, this makes so much sense. And so this year, what came up for my word is release. So my word for 2024 is release. And it started to show up, like I said, it kind of starts to show up at the end of the year. I had um, this therapy session with this therapist who does internal family systems. We're gonna, I'm going to have him back on. I had him on last year. We'll share what, uh, what IFS is, internal family systems is in a future episode if you don't know what it is. But we were talking about all these things and I was like, man, I just feel like I'm constantly reorganizing myself. I was like, I have 150 things. It feels like on my plate at any given time. And I'm constantly like, I need a new way to organize it. I need a new way to organize it. I need a new way to organize it. And finally I was like, I think first I need to take a shit ton of stuff off the plate (laughs) and then organize it. And I started to really realize how many places in my life things needed to be taken off the plate. Like just not as options. Like I mean just releasing like everything from just material things and clutter because I feel so much more spacious, grounded, happier, so much less anxiety when my space is clear, like just my house, my office um and also just kind of like letting go of things, letting like releasing emotional patterns Mental patterns that just don't serve me anymore, that are just negative, that you know lead to conflict or lead to anxiety or lead to stress or lead to you know physical symptoms that aren't fun. Um, and it's interesting because as you work with it, more things open up. So I kept thinking those things and those things and those things, and I've also been doing morning pages every day for the past five weeks. Um, I just it's from the artist's way stream of consciousness just three pages every morning just kind of like and I was writing release comes up a lot of it a lot of times because I'll notice patterns I talk about release and all of a sudden I was like oh and also like release to God like a give it up to God kind of thing and I was like oh yeah that's like that's another way that I'm sure release will be coming in this year. It's already been. It's actually already been. I had this whole, I'll tell the story later, but I had a whole health, whole health thing for the past like two weeks. It's, and I did so much releasing in a lot of ways and just like, just like releasing to God and just being like here, here, here. <laughs> and uh It's interesting because I didn't see that which is shocking to me that I didn't see that piece of release for several weeks until until or several weeks after that I had had gotten the word and I just know it's going to keep opening up so so that's kind of how to how to find it um if you have one I love I love hearing words of the year my so before stillness was love before love was heal Um, Heal actually was the year that I ended up getting my implants out. Um, Some other people, let's see, some other people have gotten the words uh, freedom, peace, grace. Uh, Fullness was the one this year that someone got, which I thought was really cool. So if you have a word, you don't. it doesn't have to be like from me or whatever. I mean, if it's like from my meditation, please tell me. But uh, I really just love hearing what people are working with this year. I love knowing words of the year. So feel free to message me on Instagram and shoot me your word. Um, okay, so now that you have it, like how do you work with it? How do you remember it? I have a giant calendar in my office and I glue it to 24 by 36 foam core every year and above it I write my word of the year so it is staring at me all day long every day whenever I'm in my office so that's one of the ways I do it I also got a planner this year a new planner a friend of mine told me about these planners I do not I don't get any I need a I need a code I need to get a code from them um plumpaper.com you can make like this custom planner and you can make your custom cover and so on the cover I put my word of the year so it says release on my cover in every single one of my week my weekly spreads in my planner I have a box at the top that says release okay full disclosure y'all it doesn't say release it says relass it says relass because I spelled it wrong and it was so teeny and I didn't double check the spelling and now for an entire 12 months it says relass (laughs) I thought about putting an accent on the end of every E and making it look French. So it was like, relasse. I had to share that because I was like, oh my gosh. And immediately two of my friends were like, well, we're releasing perfection. And I was like, yes, we are. We're releasing perfection. No, I'm not ordering a new planner. I'm releasing perfection every single time I look at it. Um, But it is a box in my, every single one of my week planners And I kind of write in like what I'm releasing. Um, It may be something that comes up through the week, or it may be something I want to start the week with. Um, But I do that. And um, some fun ways you can work with it, you can make a Pinterest board with your word of the year and pin a bunch of things that remind you of your year. And then one of my friends taught me this last year, you can create a widget on your phone and link it to that Pinterest board and it will cycle through the things on that board on your phone. So that's really fun. You can save and start a new Instagram collection and name it your word of the year. And whenever you see anything on Instagram that so inspires you and relates to your word, save it in there. Don't forget to check it occasionally. You can... You can have it as part of your quarterly planning, monthly planning. Like if you're a big planner, stick it in there. That can be super cool. I also like to make an album on my phone with the name, with with my word. And anything that I like, anything that comes up, whether I see, you know, some type of sign out in the world that reminds me of it, or I pull a card or read a paragraph or something, take a photo and save it in there. That can remind you as well. Definitely putting up, you know, post-it notes if you don't have a really big place to to put it, Um, post-its. But you've got to move them occasionally or you're just going to get really used to seeing them. You can make it as a background on your phone. Again, change it occasionally so you get used to seeing it. Put as a background on your computer. Um, Just whatever, wherever you're going to see it and remind yourself. I've actually, I haven't done this and I don't think I'm going to do this because I think it'd be, now that I'm like several years in, I'm like, that'd be crazy. But I thought about tattooing my word of the year, every year, like down my arm, and just tracking all my words. Uh, you could tattoo it. But again, you don't want to get it, you don't want to get to where you're like, forget about it. I'm typically in my office and like, I look at my calendar and I'll look and I'll see the word and I'll be like, oh yeah, there it is, like reminding me. You know last year like reminding me to be still get still meditate be still listen be still go within you know be still just stop try to calm your brain and just chill out you know and this year it's it's release um and I'm really excited to work with that this year so y'all I hope that you come and check out the word of the year workshop it's you know two hours pre-recorded get it on demand right now link is in the show notes. Please share your word with me. I would love to hear it. And um wishing you just a beautifully guided year. I it's it just it's just such a cool I think this is my last little note here. It's just a cool way to feel like the year has a, like a theme. It supports your goals. It is not a goal in itself. It's like The soil that you're going to plant this year in this is like you know you can go to the store and like buy different types of soil you're like this is the soil you're planting in this year it is not the plant if that makes sense all right y'all you guys are awesome go get a kick-ass word of the year or y'all don't go anywhere Coming up is the one-year anniversary extravaganza of this podcast. It'll be almost one year, and there's going to be some really fun giveaways, surprises, which I guess are the same as giveaways, <laughs> and some really cool things, a lot of fun, some guests. Go to lizahipplercom slash anniversary and get signed up to be the first to know what's happening.